0: If you awaken from this illusion, and you understand that black implies white, self implies other, life implies death, or shall I say, death implies life, you can feel yourself, not as a stranger in the world, not as something here on probation, not as something that has arrived here by fluke, but you can begin to feel your own existence as absolutely fundamental.
1: All right, welcome to season two, episode four of the Fantasy Cast. We are coming to all right, you all right, all right. recorded uh, on Wednesday night, October live. 7th, live for us, recorded for you. We're all here. We're back. We added it again. It's week four to five slash the NFL's first COVID week slash international week.
2: End of week four, baby.
1: What, what is it called? International oh, yeah. week? Transfer window?
2: International break. Thank you.
1: Uh, it sounds like a bye week to me. You guys, do you have any uh, opening thoughts, opening things to say? Welcome.
2: Welcome. I think uh, Adam was spot on with that introduction. As I usually am. Han- Hi, Faith. In you, H-
1: Hannah, are you here? I'm also uh, present. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right. (laughs) Our first segment, as usual, we're going to go over our highs and lows this week. I think we got to start, we got to start low and then we'll build it up. So Pelham, I think you, I think you might be lower than you were last week. And last week I thought you said you were in hell. So uh, tell us about that.
2: Well, Adam, I'm basically very low. Everything about me is low. My, uh, you've been paying attention. My fantasy team is trash it's uh it's pretty What's much new? dead well it's even worse than last week it continues to decline um, I guess my low was watching Kittle score like 25 points and Ridley get a straight 0 point0 0. I think that that can still turn around as the season goes on but it was pretty rough of course you know also setting the league low score is not great for the season so far and then of course Manchester United getting crushed six one by tottenham. And then losing my EPL matchup to Henry as a consequence of Liverpool getting smashed by Aston Villa, it was a bit unexpected, and and he was frankly undeserving. All right, poem. Um, these are my questions. lows.
1: I have a few questions. One, go ahead, Calvin Ridley. Did you do enough research on him, or was it just a fluke game?
2: I think it was just a fluke game. I mean, his ankle was a little hurt. Okay, but I mean, that's not to be expected. From All right. Question. Forward.
1: Question two. Why the hell are there so many goals in, in soccer right now? And, like, why why are teams, like, scoring, like, seven? Shouldn't they just stop? You mean stop? <laughs>
2: like, park the bus? I don't understand. You don't stop. If you're going to score more goals, you're going to get more goals.
1: I, it's just, I mean, like, it feels like goals are super inflated. Like, where's the, like, one nil games?
2: Wow. You sound like a real purist, Adam.
1: I, no, it's just, like, I thought that's what historically has been the case.
2: I mean I think I think the goals are, are above average historically, like way up. Um okay. that's what the that's what our research um department scientist is telling us. Um okay. and you know, I think it it's it's probably to do with, you know, the strange environment. It's it's like what they said for the NFL, right? Offenses are gonna score a little bit more if the defenses haven't had time to gel and, and train together as much and all that. Also, I think the advent of of V A R and penalty. Um, penalties are, are flowing freely. I think it looks as though uh, Hannah has an interesting stat for us.
0: I do, actually. There uh, is a huge increase in what are called spot kicks per game.
2: Is that like a free kick? That, that's a penalty. one
0: yes. well, penalty. No,
2: spot kick is a penalty. Just yep. one, one kick from the spot. Yep. Sure. So, like so it's not so a square far, rectangle situation.
0: So far, you square. there have been 0.71 on average per game. Last season at this time, they're only 0.24. Wow. Big increase there.
2: That's massive. That's like a three X. Yeah.
1: The the thing like as a casual soccer viewer over the years, right? Like the, the thing that's changed the most to me that I've noticed is like the, uh, like playing through the offsides, which I I get right. Because like, I, I, I see how if, if VAR is the rule and you can review for offsides, you should finish the play out. But mm-hmm. like the the it's weird to see players, you know, the defenders throw up their hands, like stop defending because they know it's off sides. But it's like, dude, y- you don't know. Like you need to keep
2: defending like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it becomes, a you know, a, a, a risk tolerance thing. Right. If you know, you know. And you stop and if you know then you're fine but if you're right. right, at, at all unsure you got to play to the whistle right
1: but it's got to feel it's got to feel like shit, though as like your striker and you're like clearly offsides, and they let you play on for another 10 seconds and it's like okay well uh, that was fucking useless like
2: i think it's the same thing right if you yeah. know you know and you just stop but if it's that close you give it a give it a chance i guess
1: anyways sorry that was just side side soccer conversation
2: yeah um building off my lows yes
1: uh, hannah do you, do you have a low this week sorry
0: um, I do have a low. My low is that the surprise Steelers by week lost me my game to David. So Super that was unfortunate.
1: That that's fair. My low this week is just the NFL as a whole. Um, it's more of a feel as I woke up today. So a little bit after this week, but just kind of buzzing off of the, the Steelers by week, like you referenced Hannah, just how much COVID is going to affect the NFL, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, but It feels kind of bad. I think I think the NFL needs a break. I think we just need like a group by week to just pack it in, take a like a mid winter
2: break, like week off, exactly, or
1: just like yeah, a week, a week, maybe two, but a week. On the other side, it's October, guys. My high this week is my beautiful baby boy, Joe Mixon. He's uh, it's it's October. He looks like a little pumpkin out there. He's my little pumpkin. He looks like a a fast, weak little tiger. What kind of pumpkin? The hot one that scores touchdowns.
0: Joe Mixon has never led anyone to the promised land. And yet on he was
1: the number one scoring running back this week. One time. And through like the last half of the year, last year, he was like the RB5. So, oh, after Fantasy ended? No, the last like week nine on. So I think no. it was week 12 on.
0: Even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while.
1: Oh, give me that nut. Hannah, do you have a high?
0: My high is very specific to this podcast, which is that... <laughs> Last week, Pelham made mention that he narrowly escaped being the lowest scorer of the season, uh, thanks to Frank being, you know, like what a point or two lower. Mm -hmm. And uh, looks like uh, it's come back around, and uh, Pelham has managed to underscore himself. So yet again, he has played himself, and uh, can't wait to see what happens next.
1: Isn't there like a German term? About that, like taking pleasure in other people's pain. I don't
0: know. Schadenfreude. So Is that Schadenfreude? Freud?
1: I don't know, but I'm guessing. All right. <laughs> Our German listeners out there correct us. Nine. Yeah, pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. Don't, oh, yeah. don't you dare put in. That's my high airborne, for the week. That's airborne. my high. something what is your high pal uh
2: my high is completely unrelated to fantasy sports Um, (laughs) it's october it's lovely outside especially in michigan it's great for just being outside going for a run my 2020 raise finally has kicked in Mm. um 10 months later which is great um (laughs) and you know stocks had a green day today they went up uh Rebounded from Trump's comments yesterday. So, you know, that those are my small highs for the week. So
1: everything not fantasy related because everything fantasy related is a low?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Okay.
1: I mean, fair. Moving on, we've got our week four results. We'll give it a quick run down the scoreboard. We're a third of the way through the regular season here of fantasy. So four games. Wow, that out. went fast. And uh yeah, we've got a pretty tight, tight group here. We've got a couple of people at one and three. David Mace tight, is up tight. at four and 0. And another seven of us, I think, are tied at two and two, is that right?
2: Two two gang.
1: Pretty much like if you think about it, right? I mean, even the one and threes are clearly still in it. But if you if you I don't even think we should do this, but if you concede Mace a playoff spot right now, right? I mean it's yeah. basically like you've got eight weeks to fight for three playoff spots. That's I mean, it's kind of interesting resetting everything like that.
2: Oh yeah. I think everybody's still in it. I, I'm I'm even still in it. I I'm I'm still <laughs> somehow. In it.
0: Well, not everyone.
2: Well, he's
1: emotionally still in it. Still in this. All right. Scores from week four. We've got uh, I defeated Robert by about 20 points here. David Mays continued his reign of terror by nearly skunking Pelham. Very, very close Oof, up to doubling that him up. Frank coming back out of the salt mines for a second straight week. He's got two wins. He's got 121 points this week. Beaten off Jake. Which everyone knows Jake loves getting beaten off. So, Hins beating Hannah by a reasonable margin. And then Walter Payton, goat, taking on Team 10 and beating his butt. You guys, do you have anything to say about the results from this week?
2: Oh, man. No, that's... Uh...
0: Do you think you'll be able to get the results without a double on taco from now on? Or...
1: No. <laughs> Speaking of going down... Speaking of going down on things, the taco of the week's this yeah, week.
2: Yeah, how is your taco, Pella? <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to leave. Right. Um, yeah, No, I, I was impressed by everyone's scores, bar mine, right? I think...
0: Thanks, Paul. Really 9 out of that. 10
2: getting 88 and above is, is pretty good, Yeah, right, for a league. You know, a lot of points scored this week, just not I by mean, my players. I mean, 8 <laughs> out of 10,
1: 96 and above, even.
2: Well, sure. I mean, we can cherry pick, but my, you get my point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of uh, contrived philosophical debates that end with a flautist, shreeder of the Week. Hannah, what, who's your shreeder of the Week in the worst segue ever?
0: <laughs> my shreeder of the Week is... Frank Zoo, two and two. Frank Zoo, yeah! two and two. Frank Zoo, two, even two. and two. Right, we we'll love to see it. That's it.
1: N- even though neither of you guys picked him.
0: But in my heart, I wanted him to win. <laughs> yeah, I did <laughs> pick Frank. Think, if you it, run the tape.
1: Uh, yep, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> I'd like to dub Frank Salt Lord. Ooh. But doesn't that imply a superior status and he's more of like a collective guy?
0: Isn't he really a Salt Bay when it comes down to salt it? Salt Bay.
1: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree with you, Hannah. Frank is my shrewder of the week as well. He's coming up. I think. Do you, Do you think he mentally did that to himself to like think that he's in the salt mines, own it, and then like completely turn it around? Because this man's on a bit of a, a heater right now, and uh, his fronks are rising. As it turns out,
2: his frunks are on the rise. <laughs> Absolutely, to the moon, baby.
1: Attention, all astronauts. Please report to the rocket ship. And prepare yourselves for blast-off. Thank you.
2: Zoom, zoom, zoom. We're going to the moon. Zoom, zoom, zoom. We're going to the moon. If you want to take the trip, climb aboard my rocket
1: ship. Zoom, zoom, zoom. We're going to the moon. Tom, do you have a different shooter this week?
2: Um... Yeah, I'm I'm additionally I I'm going to I'm going to choose David Mace as my Schreeder of the week. Um, just cuz his team looks so strong top to bottom including his bench. Uh, well, he did well. I mean, he had a little injury problems but but you know, nothing nothing season ending and and he just has a lot of good players. Um, and he's done well adding people from the waiver wire, but he's got the top score of the week despite those injuries. And I think to further cement his status as Schreeder of the week, he then turned around and proposed a radical new uh bench position strictly Yo. for IR and COVID.
1: I, I don't hate it.
2: I don't hate it either, but it's the kind of um you know it's chaotic weird. energy that Schreeder brings to the table. Wait, did so. he
1: also say that QBs need to get nerfed?
2: Yes. He did. That it's... was
1: a fucking heater of a take. I
2: don't know, man. He and and coming from the man whose Dak Prescott exploded on me. I mean, yeah, it was a hot take.
0: Mm,
1: fair enough. All right. Speaking of not Franks, tacos of the week.
2: Tacos.
1: All right. I'll start off.
2: Taco I'll, Tuesday. I'll start us no, off here. Wednesday.
1: Hannah, you're not my taco of the week, but we we need to talk about your dad. Oh, thank I, I, God. I I think I think he needs an intervention. An intervention. He he just keeps He
2: needs an intervention.
1: Yeah. He keeps wanting to go to lower and lower bench spots. I I don't think he's ever told us what his ideal bench spot is because
0: it's three.
2: I've extrapolated to zero.
1: I know. No, no, it's mm, it's three. See, I almost think it's like negative one, where he not only. No, I've asked him this. Mm.
0: I asked Mm. him this yesterday. All
1: right. Well, we reduced it from six to five, and you know, it's definitely uh, uh, incremental progress. It's progress for him, but you know, I'm not sure how everyone feels about it. Uh, It's certainly. I actually
0: like five. Personally. It's... I think
2: it's good. I mean, my team sucks ass, but, you know, at least. We've
0: already had more trades than we did last season, and it's week four. Like,
2: That's fair. You're
0: basically moving. What I'm trying to convince him is, instead of being on a waiver wire market, which is what he wants, where, like, people who are decent are on the waiver wire, I'm trying to convince him to take that energy and funnel it into a trade market. Or, or just draft where Instead better. of, like, okay, but you can't control for all the variables of interest. <laughs> There's a lot of and randomness it, right? And bye weeks. So, so trying that, to get him to on team trade and stuff. Yeah, it's
2: just hard to motivate a trade when you're talking about like medium tier hand cut. Like if so if everybody has so many players, it's hard to like really feel excited about making those trades.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah, um, that's true.
2: Yeah.
1: The other thing that I'm not sure yet with the five bench spots is we haven't even hit bye weeks. Like technically, yes, we had
2: Um, I can't wait till we do so I can pick up some snacks.
1: Right. Like no one's really dropped by week stuff yet. I would say because we had two last week, there's two this week, but then we start upping it until like by to four teams a week. And the more often we hit like week nine,
2: we're going to have... Yeah. Not
0: miss. But I would argue that's what makes it interesting right you have to make choices well I, I'm saying if we all just sit in our little caves with our pile of gold and we never do anything with people on our team that we drafted that's not fun right you don't no. have to do anything no. we sit in the we sit in the mine with our pile of salt right like you just, <laughs> you're just like oh well I guess I'll pick my lineup for my seven bench players right right and, that, and that's- I don't know I think it's better this way <laughs> well, well
1: I'm just saying like I'm not judging it pre-judging it five before we hit bye weeks until we see like how much how difficult that is i think without bye weeks it, yeah it seems pretty healthy and i think there's enough value out there on the waivers but like there's a lot fewer teams like holding two quarterbacks which i i think we did a lot in the past or like two defenses and it feels like there's a lot more like juice out there now
2: yeah but i mean you know in place of that some teams are holding like three tight ends so it's, it's just kind, <laughs> kind, of a, kind of a balance the
0: <laughs> ultimate flex
1: but, to summarize my taco of the week is we need to stop decreasing bench spots willy nilly. <laughs> that is it. it. Pelham, do
2: you have a, do you have a taco this week? Yeah. My, my taco of the week is Jake. Shout out to Jake. If you're listening to this, uh, I just, I, I struggle to believe that. So, you know, Jake had the opportunity last week as all of our, you know, loyal listeners know to pick up, not just $3 for me, but $5 from Hannah for an $8 total bounty. And, he did not make the most of that opportunity. He did not bid enough even listen to the pod. Yeah. I think he then claimed that he listened to half of the pod by like Tuesday night of this week. I mean, he's just way off. And I, you know, I just can't, you know, for that energy, I mean, he's, he's taco of the week. He just leaves yeah. money on the table. Yeah. It's uh, not, that's not something the
1: value chair should, should really be doing. Sure. And uh, speaking yeah, that's awesome. of long, simmering beef. Hannah, do you have a taco this week?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look, I struggled with my taco this week, but I'm going to give it to the NFL because collectively it seems like nobody knows what they're doing. And specifically it's like, an I told you so where it's like, what did you guys think was going to happen when you all go back and play football? Um, This. This is no NBA bubble. So yeah, it's a shit show. I mean, and I'm giving my taco of the week to everyone.
1: Yeah, so I, I, to think about like the NFL as a whole, right? It's not It's, taco. it's not the same as the It's not yeah. the same as the NBA, it's not the same as the MLB, like it's and the, and the NHL, right? It's a lot harder to bubble. Not only cuz you have 53 players for a team, but there is just a lot more support staff out there. So like a bubble was kind of out of it, out of the question feasibly but then it's like okay so your plan was just to hope that no one did anything until it gets bad and then have minimal like things in place the thing that frustrates me is the nfl is just kind of like going by the seat of their pants right now and like they don't really have any like standard rules to follow and they're just going to invent it it's like well why the fuck like why don't you have some like standards like they're they're strict they're creating stricter rules which makes sense but why didn't you have those in the first place like America does I mean, not yeah, deserve t- that privilege,
0: but yeah, you're telling me that an eight billion dollar industry can't afford to figure this out, right? Even with larger team sizes and support staff, I mean, all they do is rake in money. They can afford to make these precautions happen, right? They just choose not to. Well, they, they don't want they to. They rake
1: in money from the from the fans, like from a lot of ticket sales, right? So,
0: well, and broadcasting, broadcasting a bulk oh, of that. Absolutely, it's not going to gate sales. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like if you have 32 teams and if you're like at, what, 50 players plus call it 100 yeah. staff, like at 150, like you're talking about like 5,000 people. That's like a miniature little city there. I don't know.
2: I, I actually don't. I actually don't blame the NFL that much, right? I, I think maybe they could have done a little more and they're sort of trying to ramp up more now as they go. But it's kind of a numbers game, right? And you think about all the all the travel. Right. And like if you think of it as a network, right? I mean, it's so... Widespread that you're you're you bound to have some incidents, right? And so, like, what do you do, right? I think it's a case by case basis. While it's small, right, like a team here, a team there. Now, if it if it spreads and it's suddenly like, oh, eight teams are like out of commission this week, then they might need to take a midwinter break, yeah, or, well, or the same right? team twice, I mean, like right. Well, and you know, and yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not a choice. The thing right? is, it's not the they could have
0: skipped age. the whole season, right? That would have been yeah. the alternative. I mean, it's I mean, soccer did it for six months, right? right? They traveled. They went to away games. They have decent sized teams.
2: For who? EPL?
0: Bundesliga too, right?
2: Yeah, but Bundesliga, Germany doesn't have any cases. Well, no, I mean that's, that's we bizarre. are in
1: America. Yeah,
2: where you know over two percent of our population has experienced COVID. <laughs> yeah, so it's disappointing. Mm.
1: Sad. A lot of lows. A lot of lows this week. But let's pep us up real, real quick. Pelham. Tell us about the transfer market. Give us a v- review oh, of Let's waivers. talk
2: about the transfer market, and let's talk about some high spenders, ball of ball Basically me. Right. Basically Adam. So Adam spent 45% of his remaining budget this week on a couple of players. Uh, he did pick up CD Lamb uh, for 17 bucks, which was great. Just cucking Jake, who bid 16 <laughs> I particularly enjoyed that. That actually was in contention for my high of the week. Um, yeah, I mean – Okay, Frank also bid on CD Lamb. So did me and David Hens, but, you know, we were all a bit lower. So really, Adam, just eking out Jake there for that. You know, we had a number of other players, but um, nobody quite as prominent with the bidding. I'd like to focus on some of the fun, like, low-end bids. We had some real kind of um, scroungers at the bottom here. So we got David Hens picking up the kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship, during Mason Crosby's buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for $1 just beating out David Mace who remember has only $35 left in his war chest uh who was trying to replace Matt Prater who dropped a, a strong 3 this past week who's also Additionally on buy. uh the Lions are also on bye. That is a, yes, thank you good point. Yep. Another fun fun thing I noticed is uh is the pickup of of quarterbacks. So Peter Smith has picked up Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm which i think is uh we'll see how that we'll see how that pans out for him. I, I don't know about that one. But he does have George Kittle so a little bit of a stack there i suppose. And then Hannah dropping Zach Ertz just lost confidence in him. I mean bye. he hasn't really hasn't served you well so far this season.
0: Bye, 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 bye.
1: You want to know what also He also want to know what takes up 45% of my fab tomorrow. Sorry, remaining fab. <laughs>
2: So Adam's going to spend the rest of his money on Zachary. Basically. Nobody will hear this pod by then, yep. except for me. So I'm going to outbid yep. it. Um, but, you know, when it comes to sort of our our, our heavy spenders, Hannah was sort of the, the most willing to pay to get a point uh, by spending $12 on Dalton Schultz, her Zachary's replacement. Did well in beating out Adam. You also bid on Schultz, but only bid $5. Yeah, so- it was
1: more of a backup. I didn't actually expect to get everything that I bid for. I was kind of surprised, but I was like, "Okay, I guess I have a new." No, budget.
2: that and that's true, right? You've got to have the sort of the stacked bids. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm really loving Peter Smith with spending two percent of his budget and spending less than a tenth of a dollar per projected point. So, I'm very impressed with his uh, frugality. Very P- impressed.
1: Pelham, I I think I think we have some breaking news.
2: breaking news did someone drop someone
1: uh no the breaking news is that no one still cares about the eliminator challenge
2: ah yes is that late breaking uh late breaking news uh (laughs) we do still have david hens and david mace alive in the eliminator challenge they've picked the exact same team for the past four weeks (laughs) um (laughs) so hive mind they're just uh, communicating at this point <laughs> maybe maybe try to mix it up this time guys try to pick two different teams so that there's uh so, something interesting to follow how's that hannah do I you have any out. thoughts
1: on the uh, transfer market this week before we move on
0: um i don't
1: all right that brings us along to week five we've got week five previews here let's go with our predictions to recap, to date, Pelham and I are now tied at nine points for the season. Hannah is at six. I had a little bit of a comeback there. Pelham, see you at the top.
2: You did. You gained a game on me, Adam. That was that's, that was nice. It's true.
1: All right. Our first matchup this week is the Brandon given, and Frank Bowl. What's up?
2: Yeah. I was just going to say, given that this is out of 15, I mean, Adam, you and I are doing quite nicely at nine out of 15. Hannah. Six out of fifteen. Look. Uh well below fifty percent. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself?
0: Uh look, that's the magic of football. You just never know what's gonna happen. Any team can
1: beat uh, any I- team. All right, so we've got the branded and Frank Bull up here. Uh guys, I think I think we might not set ourselves apart with this one. I've got Frank. Uh I think he's just he's he's a resurgent team now. And it, his his fronks are high.
2: I'm willing to buy the fronks.
1: Yeah. Slam by Hannah, is it a is it a buy high a buy high? Yep. All right. We've got some other bowls. Buy
0: high, stay high.
1: <laughs> Buy high, get high, stay high. Frank Stonks is the high of the week. It's very true. All right. We've got a few more bowls here. The Ku Bowl is the annual or, sorry, weekly quest to upset David Mace. This time it is Jake hoping to secure, not the throne, but eh, at least something. Put a dent in it. Hannah, who do you have in this?
0: Uh, it's got to be Mace. Uh, Jake's only as good as his namesake and with him out, I'm sorry, there's no chance.
1: Fair enough. Woo, no chance. I've I've also got Mace here. I think his team is just looking fine. Uh, it's not, you know, as strong as it was with Austin Eckler on the bench and Le'Veon, unknown whether he's going to come back from the hour, but probably this week. But unless Jake manages a, a cheeky trade or or a hot waiver pickup that he missed on CD Lamb, so doubt it. We'll see. Pelham, what about you?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to pick Jake here. I think it's it's his time to shine. You know, Mace... Looks slightly vulnerable with that Austin Eckler injury. He's actually got Le'Veon Bell in his lineup currently. So anything's possible. I'm going to back Jake this week.
1: All right. In our quest for the Sacco, we have our two 1-in-3 teams. That's David Hins and Mr. Robert Pan, our ninth-place teams. In it, I've got Robert here. I think uh, the Chiefs are have a pretty solid matchup this week, assuming that they don't have COVID. Dear God, David Hins, eh. Just not feeling it this week from him. Hannah, what about you?
0: Because you guys both picked Robert, I felt like I should go against the grain and just see what happens. So I'm going to go hands on this one.
1: Looking to come back okay. in the standings or fall further behind.
2: Okay. Fair play. Sometimes you got to roll the dice. That's right. Uh, Adam, I'm with you on this. I think I think little Dick Dick is going to pull out another win. You know, his team looks resurgent, uh, you know, especially with Eckler out. He's got Kelly in there at his flex. Um, I don't know. He just, he looks... It looks good. He's got a high projection. And David Hins has Latavius Murray in his starting lineup. So I don't know. It it, it could go. I th- I'm going to pick Robert.
1: Got it. All right. This weekend, in case you didn't know, was uh, take your daughter to work day. And by, by that, I mean take your daughter and hang out on the couch with her when she comes home. Hannah, you're facing your dad. Who do you have?
0: I just wrote heck <laughs> because I honestly don't know. But I guess... I'll back myself. H, hack starts with H. Colin once said in week one, <clears throat> always back yourself. So let's see if that works. Yeah. Oh, it sure worked out for him.
2: Yep. It did in weeks one and two. Yep. Colin, <laughs> um, who do you got? Uh, I got Peter Smith Goat. I think his team is also uh, on the rise, right? On a, a, a real up and comer. Although I don't love Jimmy Garoppolo in his quarterback slot. That, that does make me nervous, but I am going to pick him anyway. All right. I've got him as well. We'll
1: see if the quarterback play turns out. I trust him to pick the correct quarterback and pick one that is actually starting this week. And uh, hoping that Kittle goes off. And I, Hannah, I just, I don't have in your faith any faith in your team right now. But it'll it'll come back.
0: Why? Just my team looks pretty good. Just, just
1: this week, I just
0: everybody's back from injury. I just
1: don't have faith in it this week. Huh? I don't. I don't doubt you as a person or as a manager. Know that. <laughs> Finally, our last matchup this week, Pelham. You and I are facing off. Uh, in what we have now dubbed the pod bowl. I'm going to take myself in this one. Uh, As Hannah just said, you got to take yourself and, you know, as all of us should, I I think your team's turned it around. You nearly have a projected score of 90, just short by 0.7 points. But uh, I like some of my matchups and assuming Lamar Jackson, for whatever reason, isn't injured, even though he was out with some knee thing today. uh, I think I'm in good shape.
2: Hey, Adam, if Lamar Jackson is out injured, would you start his backup? I, Robert Griffin? How about his second backup?
1: I'm not sure who that is, Pelham. Chase McSorley Throw it on a dime Like I ain't even trying Just a kid from Briarwoods I'm wearing number nine Met Coach Franklin down at Flip down Next
2: up, Trace McSorley. Adam, you don't know about Trace McSorley. Oh yeah, the Penn State guy.
1: Yeah, I forgot that he was on that team.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's a hot meme right now as well.
1: Uh, is it a TikTok thing, Pelham? It sure is. Nah, okay, oh God, God, God
2: damn it. Band.
1: <laughs> All right, Pelham, do you have yourself as Hannah and I both have?
2: Uh, unfortunately, right, this is me hedging my pleasure <laughs> for the week, right? So... <laughs> kind of hedging I my highs in the host. So look, I mean, I did this last week. I lost to David Mace handily, but I did choose myself to lose, so I got a point, which is a, a minor victory.
1: Um, Looking to keep those. Adam, up. I am
2: going to pick. I am going to pick you to win, just because. I mean, I don't know. My team is okay, but it's not the best week in terms of matchups for me. Yeah, I think I'll come back maybe two and three, go three and three, and then, you know, strong back after the season. That's my plan.
1: So. All right. Sounds good. Hannah, round us out. Who do you got in our matchup?
0: Look, I've given Pelham a lot of shit, but I'm going to pick him to win because, frankly, if he doesn't turn this around this week, I think he could be toast for the rest of the season. So <laughs> I'm yeah. cross my fingers. <laughs>
1: Toasted. That wraps up our predictions for this week, and that also wraps up most of our discussion around the NFL. Hannah, it's time
0: to talk EPL. All right. Well, lucky for you all, all the haters out there, the is on a bye week this week. Thanks to the international break. So we don't really have much to talk about on that front, but I will give you a quick rundown of the standings. Uh, In number one, we've still got Jake on top. And Frick. two, Henry. Frick. Three, me. Hashtag. Four, the Younger barons, Five, Robert. Six, Amy. What? Seven, Hashtag. Adam. And an eighth, <laughs> with a
1: the woman. Hashtag. 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 Then we got
0: Hashtag. Sam. <laughs> then we got Mace. My father, and last with zero points, Hins, Hins running off
2: the check bench. your team.
0: <laughs> Soon to be relegated at this <laughs> rate.
2: Yeah, he would like to move in favor of having a relegation zone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we don't have any hot boy predictions or anything, so we're going to switch to a little uh, quick trivia game about the NFL Ooh. to mix it up. Spicy. Um,
2: mix it. Wait, do I have to play against Adam in NFL? Hell yeah. <laughs> right.
0: buddy. Frick my heck. I'm I don't to gonna- I'm gonna ah! remix one of Adam's games. Oh. Uh, which team does this player play for? So oh, this uh, is what it
1: feels like to be Hannah.
0: Naked and afraid. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> Thank God this no. is an audio only format.
0: I will <laughs> I will read you and then if I'll play your name and I want you to tell me who they play for. Okay. okay. Question number one, Barkevius Mingo.
1: Steelers.
2: Oh, I, did Pelham say Steelers? I did. Is that right? I have a second guess. I think that's wrong.
0: I, I want you to just lock in a, an answer oh, sorry. Here.
2: Okay, sorry. So it's not a race. My bad, Adam. I just... Uh, okay, I'm, I'm ready. Pelham. Uh, Adam, are you ready? Uh, I'm not sure. Gonna say, oh, frick. I think he's played for the Steelers, but I think he, he was on the Browns. I'm going to say Browns. I'm going to say... Adam?
0: Chicago. Adam would be correct, it is the Bears. Good oh, lord. Is he a backup?
2: Was he on the Steelers and the Browns? He's though? a line he's uh, a linebacker. Uh, looking it up.
1: Uh career.
2: He was on the Browns.
1: Okay. Yeah, first. And then he's traveled a bunch of places, but Huh. I just remember him from the uh, first game against the Lions. Huh? See, only reason. Um,
0: all right, good one, My Hannah. Frick. All right. Question number 2. Greedy Williams.
2: Browns. I'll go with the Browns, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the answer is in fact, Browns.
2: Greedy Greedy. Yeah,
1: he's, he's a cornerback, I think.
0: Yes. All right, question number 3 is uh, Can I
1: pause? 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 Barkevius. He is a uh, he does have a sibling named Hugh Tavius. That is all.
2: Actually, it. Adam, it's pronounced Hueh Tavius.
1: No, it's H U G H Tavius. That's
0: pronounced
2: Huge Tavius. <laughs> there you
1: go. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah, continue.
0: Question uh, number three. I'm just going to go with what I feel is right on pronunciation oh, here. Oh, no. Uh, Sione Takitaki. Oh,
1: oh my God. Nice. I know this guy.
0: <laughs> oh, sick. This really is what it's like to be me during EPL Dorito Oh,
1: I know who this is. Alright, I have a guess. Is it Mexico? Because that's where Takis are.
0: All right. Guess on three. One, two, three. Jets. Browns. The answer is Browns. All right, I'm did he say Browns? We did hear a little bit of typing in the background, but let's assume that wasn't. Did he out of say Browns? He, he didn't did. say that. He did. I just heard him go, meh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: the brown note. Fuck.
1: That was not me typing talkie talkie. That was me typing twitter.com to see how the debate's going. Uh-huh.
0: Stay focused, Adam. Question number four. The last question. Okay. Are you ready? Richie Incognito.
1: Oakland Raiders. Used to play for the Bills.
2: Used to play for the Dolphins. But I thought he was now in the 49ers. I'm going to say that.
0: The answer is, in fact, Raiders. Ah, fuck.
2: Yeah. Well... Since Adam shouted it out, I felt I had to pick something else. <laughs> Give something. It's different. almost
0: like Adam found the same article I did with funny NFL player names.
1: I did not. I have Twitter.com open. Scheduled when tweet. When was it published? Mike did Pence is doing great. She is a gaffe yeah. machine three minutes ago. Donald Trump.
2: Adam was in the first hundred viewers of that article. Okay. What article are you talking <laughs> we'll about? Out. Adam, it's so far in your past. You, you might remember. have written it. Oh my called, god, I know who these players are. The good doctor. Alright, well it's a wonder that you know all this and yet you're two and two.
1: Not one of those players was an offensive weapon.
0: That was a that was a choice, yes. Alright, well this has been a delight, as always.
1: As always. Alright, well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh it was another fine episode, and uh Slide in our two RDMs if you want to join us and be a guest.
2: Yeah, no commercial break. We don't have many sponsors. Please get involved. Uh, Good luck to everyone in fantasy this week if you're not named Adam. And we'll see you next time. All right.
1: And just wanted to share that I'm feeling okay, but tired, man. It's getting to be a lot. Hopefully, the end of October ends up being pretty nice, but. I need to get some more sleep, too. Work on hygiene. Clean up a little bit better. Went to the gym tonight, which was good. I think that's a good uh, first move. Just trying to get a little bit more active, just because over the last month, with no no real sports going on, it's hard to, hard to keep it up. Golf ended. Kind of depressing just talking to yourself, so I'm just going to drink wine for a bit. You know it's uh it's important to aerate your wine. Yeah, I'm gonna go with something
2: until they come back.
1: I thought they'd be real good, especially when. Where'd you go? I
0: miss you so. If I could but forever. Chase me
2: so